Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show where our very own Cousin Mike and the new Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, gives you our thoughts on some of our favorite matches in wrestling history. Welcome to Tyler and Mike's Insights, presented by the Rewind Wrestling Network. Hello and welcome to Tyler and Mike's Insights. I'm Mike Byer. This is my co-host Tyler Peters. The Hello. Yeah, how are you, Mike? Doing great. How's your day going, man? Uh, it's going uh, good. Uh, anytime I get to join you and talk some old school wrestling, man, I'm, I'm happy. So let's do it. So let me run this by you. All right. So I'm a celebrity in Hollywood. I've got a big following. I have an idea for a feud. You're WWE. I want to wrestle women. I want to be a heat magnet. Do you want to work with me? If it was me running WWE and I had had hindsight, part of me, I, I would be all for it. Yeah. Vince McMahon Sr. completely was like, nah, man, I'm good. So what we're talking about is Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman, the feud that pretty much sent the entire wrestling world into a fever pitch. Um, there's no real match to review with this feud because... You know, Kaufman had his whole shtick where he was doing the intergender champion matches and everything. And he was picking women out of the crowd, beating them and everything. And then what started happening was he started like berating the Memphis crowd. Which led to Lawler basically stepping up and saying like, hey, you can't do that, man. This is my crowd. Like, these are my people. Right. Um, which led to a couple of weeks of like feuds here and there and everything. And it ultimately led to a match with a pile driver, a neck brace. And then it also led to the slap hurt around the world. The first slap hurt around the world. Um, this was like the first time where I could see where wrestling pretty much like made like the regular news and you know other people outside of wrestling were talking about it um just insane dude oh uh, it was extraordinary uh, like you're saying and for it not to involve a mcmahon was saying something you know he turned it down talking about vince senior uh for memphis to to grab a hold of it it's all thanks to bill after too I, I got a lot of info from Cornette's account because he was a photographer there at ringside for that actual match but after was at the madison square garden show where kaufman was trying to pitch it to vince senior where and this is the uh kind of funny thing about it vince senior thought it would expose the business but little did he know his son would end up doing that later on so that that's yeah. That's what is so interesting about this whole thing with Kaufman and Lawler and, and the WWWF. And instead of exposing the business, Kaufman even had the hospital in on it. He did. I mean, he was a the genius. He actually stayed in kayfabe and everything, too, and basically said, like, oh, yeah, his neck injury was legit. And what was really cool about the whole entire thing, too, was Lawler made a bunch of money. Jerry Jarrett made a bunch of money. You know who didn't cash a single check the entire time because he was already rich from being like on TV? Andy, Andy Kaufman. Andy. 
Jerry Jarrett was paying him main event money for over two years. And he did not touch one paycheck after the event. It just shows you how much I think he he valued wrestling because they said he grew up as a fan in New York. And, yeah. and he, even though he got that sternum, to me, Andy Kaufman's one of those rare examples where he understood psychology. I mean, he knew yeah. how to get those reactions, and I think that was monumental, and he was ahead of his time. I mean, we see celebrities doing it now, and it's not like he's going to transition and be this great wrestler, but as far as a mind and somebody expressing his creativity and getting people not to like him, he was brilliant in that regard. I think uh, I think the closest thing that we're seeing to that now is Logan Paul and uh, Pat McAfee in terms of guys coming in and just respecting the trade and, and wanting to actually do the thing instead of guys that want to come in and get a paycheck and get the hell out of here. Like these guys are actually like zeroed in and focused and want to actually do things and have credible stuff come out. Now, I'm not going to say that this made Jerry Lawler, but this really helped like put him into the top echelon for quite a while. You can't argue with the success of this angle because, you know, Lawler was the, the box office attraction for Memphis, but like you're you're saying, the Kaufman feud put it over the top and helped, you know, put the rocket ship on the King to yeah. where he wasn't just this big territorial star. He was known nationally thanks to this. Yeah. So there's no letter grade for the match just because, like, the match really didn't <laughs> – it was, it you know, it was what it was. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, if you ever get a chance to, I know Comedy Central did a whole entire special where, like, they had the whole entire feud encapsulated and everything. Uh, you could also check out the movie Man on the Moon. A lot of it's focused in that. It's one of my all-time favorite movies, easily in my top five. Here's something you're going to be disappointed in me about. I haven't seen it yet. That's okay. When you come up to PA to hang out with one of our shows, I'll throw the VCR machine on and we'll watch it. There we go. But, we'll uh, do that. But yeah, man, just, it, it was something that I caught when I was like, God, I, I think Man in the Moon came out when I was like maybe 15 or 16. And it was one of the movies that made, because like I had already liked wrestling and everything like that, but like there's other like influences and everything like that. Like, you know, in terms of like my sense of humor and everything. And that was like a very, very, very big movie for me. Kaufman um, had an influence, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, like you're stating, he just, he knew how to manipulate people. I mean, I'm, I'm borrowing the terms Cornette used, because I mean, if anybody is a historian like yourself, I mean, being that photographer at ringside, it, it's Jim Cornette. I mean, humble beginnings. And he was an eyewitness to the, uh, the ingenious way of Kaufman and Lawler and how this all, you know, escalated and how Memphis was able to capitalize and, and uh, take advantage of uh, a missed opportunity by uh, the, the elder McMahon with all due respect to him. Yeah. And what's funny too, when like in regards to like Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette is a hundred percent a Jerry to King Lawler guy. Like, Oh, he's one of his biggest guys. fans. Yeah. Um, and just to throw a little bit of the spotlight on Jerry Lawler, if you haven't watched his 90s stuff with him working with Brett the Hitman Hart, that's something that me and you could possibly cover. We need to do that, and I have watched it. That 
his stuff with Bret Hart was great, and him uh, throwing the barbs at Stu and, and Helen were just terrific. Yeah, and not to get wrapped up in like too much like drama and stuff like that, but I really feel like when all the court issues came up, that derailed Lawler, and that was like his last like chance to have like a big run in like the spotlight. Because had that not happened, I could have seen them easily putting the title on Jerry Lawler. Yeah, that definitely was unfortunate for the King because he he could have been a champion for WWE, but all the legal stuff and and kind of the uh, controversial stuff did hurt him in the end. But I'm glad he recovered and he's featured because everybody makes mistakes. I mean, not that you should always forgive them right away, but things happen. I uh, mean, but, it was just it was just good that like you know he was proven innocent. That's uh, all. Yeah, I was relieved too because I'm, I'm like you, Mike. I, I'm a big fan too. I have to agree with Cornette uh, that you know Lawler was the man. I, you know, as much as I like Ric Flair and those guys, I mean, for Tennessee and, and this whole area, not just uh, a part of Tennessee and, and the Southeast. I mean, Lawler was easily competing with Flair as much as uh, as great as Flair was. Uh, let me get it uh, my words corrected there. I mean, the King was uh, was actually. Other than Elvis Presley, the king of Memphis in that whole area. Yeah. So, if I could give a letter grade for anything, this is an A+. This is how you work a crowd into a frenzy over minimal work. Like This is like the blueprint like of how to like get people riled up and get attention and everything like that. And do it in a way where like nobody knows. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's how you, you get the crowd worked up. You, you get them invested. They're, they're interested in what you're doing. They're actually more than just interested. They're, they're passionate because Lawler's the, the hometown guy, and you've heard Kaufman, this comedian, this Hollywood actor, you know, insulting, calling him hillbillies, also the people in Tennessee. So that was perfect for him to come out. And, and you know, the fans, I think, were trying to kick the gurney that Cornette said he was having to – and they were cheering the amulets coming out. That, that's how beautifully they set this whole angle up. I mean, it's just from Letterman. I think him and Lawler talked about it. It probably escalated just a little bit more than what they thought, but it still worked. He wore the neck brace and the slap you, you talked about. And throwing the cup of coffee, Letterman didn't know what to think about it at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's about it. That's yeah, all I got the, for the Yeah, the grade, I would give it uh, – I think I'm going to have to give it maybe a C or D. I mean, I think historically it deserves an A, but match quality, I mean, let's be honest, it wasn't going to be like Flair. Yeah, like, I'm not saying grade the match. I'm saying grade the angle. Oh, grade the angle. Well, if it's an angle, it's an A. I misunderstood you. If it's, yeah, based on the angle, it's got to be an A then. All right, everybody. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Everybody had a great time. And I guess I will talk to you later. We'll talk to you all later. Bye.